After all of my years in the public school system, either as a student, kindergarten through 12th grade, we're not going to count college. It's a little bit different um, kind of situation. Same, but different. (laughs) And then with my years of my children in the public school system, I had no idea what I, myself, and then what my family was missing out on when it comes to homeschooling. No one told me these things, and these are the things that I wish I knew before homeschooling. And so I was never told these things, and that's why I'm going to tell you today. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Hey friend, I've been working really hard and secretly behind the scenes on revamping my homeschool course for homeschool moms. Dads too, they're welcome to join in and watch. It's a video course, self-paced, chock full of things. I've got some bonuses that are going to be in it as well. And I'll be sharing uh, more details, but that comes out on Monday, May 2nd. So be sure to stick around, listen for some more details I'll share at the end of this episode and again later this week, and then definitely after the weekend. I'm so excited because there's so many of you that are getting into homeschooling, that are new to homeschooling and have reached out, and I'm just excited to get you super solid. Basically, this course is everything I wish that I knew. I wish that someone had planted this, plopped it straight into my lap and said, here, this is what you need. This is going to give you the foundation to keep me from floundering for way too many years to get me confident much sooner. And that's exactly what it's going to do for you. But first today, let's talk about these five things I wish I knew before homeschooling, what my public school education didn't tell me. Now, I never fully felt right. I never felt settled even myself as a student being away from home. I loved home. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I loved the evenings and the weekends and the summers off when I could be home and my mom was around. She created just a home that I just loved to be in, and I never quite felt settled, the fact that I was I was leaving, but it's what everybody did. We didn't know anybody that homeschooled until later on we had uh, an aunt and uncle that homeschooled and didn't really know. By that time, I was much older. I was in high school and probably would have felt like a super weird thing. There just wasn't the information out there as there is now. I think everybody, I mean, I don't even know if I knew the word homeschool <laughs> until I was probably later high school, but I just, I just love to be home. And speaking of high school, I actually faked being sick pretty I mean, to me pretty often, a few times a year, I would fake being sick so that I could just stay home. Part of it, maybe I just, you know, trying to avoid some of the drama at school and never quite feeling like I fit in, which I think most teenagers feel like in uh, public high school anyway. But I would fake being sick. And the bonus was that I could stay home, my mom would be around and, you know, it'd just be nice to see her throughout the day. But I also got to, I got to watch the Brady Bunch and I Love Lucy and probably uh, Leave it to Beaver or something. (laughs) But it just was a day for my mind to um, relax, just a mental break from 
just the drama and just the always, I think like my, probably my central nervous system just being on all the time at school. But then on the flip side, I became a parent and sent off my oldest to public school for high, um, not for high school, <laughs> for kindergarten. You got to start there at kindergarten. Sent her off kindergarten through second grade. My middle kiddo went to kindergarten and I never quite felt right about sending them off, but it's just what everyone did. Like, oh, I, I certainly couldn't replace the teachers. And we've discussed this before in previous episodes, <laughs> But I just, I didn't feel empowered to be able to do that. And it's just what everybody did. And even back then, which would have been 11 years ago. So there wasn't this information there was, but in March of 2011, I felt clearly the need to break the cycle. We aren't going to engage and be a part of the public uh, school system any longer. I had no idea though, of the final outcome of, you know, what, what's this going to look like? We did a complete 180 in the focus and direction of our family's life. And at that time, again, I didn't know what, what, what fruit is this going to yield at all? If anything is, are my kids going to be anything different than what they would be? Spoiler alert. Yes. I know my kids are who they are today because of this decision to homeschool. And I can see that now. And if you have children that are younger, or you're just starting out with homeschooling, you might not be able to see that. And you might not see it for quite a few years, and that's okay. That's why we, like I was said in the last episode on the Q&A Monday about just being consistent, that days upon days, they build upon each other. Years build upon years. But I am really excited for other families to experience this homeschool lifestyle. It's an entire, I feel like it was, you know, the Wizard of Oz, there's this guy behind the curtain, or any, just think of any curtain. I felt like it was this life behind a curtain that I didn't even know there was a curtain there. Now I know there's a curtain there and girlfriend, I am the one that is there like pulling the curtain on. I'm like running with it through, like it's, you know, hooked in those little rings up there and I'm like running to the other side. I'm pulling the curtains back and I'm saying, look, this is what you can have when you make that decision to homeschool. So let's dive into those five things that I, now after homeschooling for almost 11 years, I wish I knew these things before homeschooling. And if you are already homeschooling, you currently are homeschooling. I want you to keep listening because you're going to, you're going to be nodding your head and say, mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. And you're going to recognize these things. And it's going to be confirmation that you made the right decision. You're on the right path and to keep at it. The first one is freedom. I know I've spoken about this in other episodes. My family gets to decide our days. Yes, my husband has his work hours and he has his work days and that's fine. He also works from home. So that's another, another way that our family has a bit of freedom. But even if he didn't work at home, he, he's only done so for the past six years. So about half of our homeschool time, he um, had shift work. It was, you know, it was crazy times. But either way, my family has the freedom, at least, you know, even if he has things he has to do, my kids and I get to decide at the bare minimum our days. Maybe we get up and it's a beautiful spring day, just like today. And I say, you know what? Forget the math lessons. Forget all this stuff. Let's pack up uh, some snacks and lunch, grab our water bottles, and let's go for a hike. We have the freedom to do that. We can take advantage of beautiful days. A lot of homeschoolers, you might be like us, we don't take snow days. My kids get a little time off from school lessons to shovel our driveway, and they can go play in it later on afterwards, but we still do school. We take sunny days. We take days that are nice out, and we ditch the books. We ditch the to-do list that we have. And we go out and go hiking. And you know what? That still counts as school. We had a full day of gym class right there. 
We get to be out in nature and there's science and there's just so much that comes up. But that's just an example of a day. But when it comes to even our months and our years, we have the freedom to come up with what do we want our life to look like? What do we want to spend our time on? What is important to us? Is it important to us to get involved in a certain ministry or a certain way of volunteering? Whatever it is, we get to decide. We are, borrow this quote, I don't even know what it's from. If you're a literature major, you can let me know, but we are the masters of our destiny. Yes, that takes out our faith in God and that kind of stuff. But you understand that we get to decide. We can partner with God and say, what do you want us to do? What do you want this school year to look like? And we have the freedom to say, ditch the books. We're going to go and do this. Maybe it's get warm out closer to the summer. And you're like, we're going to do a pool day instead. But we just have the freedom to create the life that our family will thrive and benefit in. Which leads into number two, which is a lifestyle change. Homeschooling is not separated. We don't, it's not like hours we go to school, like kids that get on the bus and go to school, and then hours that are home time and family time, homework time, activity time. The homeschool lifestyle is all one life. I could have a kiddo doing a math lesson while another one is helping me make lunch. Another kid could be outside digging for worms because we want to go fishing. This is all, we just do things all together every single day. And learning is not relegated to one specific time slot or to certain specific textbooks. Yeah, you might use textbooks or living books and, you know, books from the library. You could use all kinds of things, uh, videos. But when we go outside, that can be science as well. History, field trips. It's just an entire different approach to life. Oftentimes with homeschoolings, we are a single income family. And therefore, that also dictates things. We probably, most of us aren't going to take huge, lavish vacations a couple times a year, or maybe even every year. It doesn't, and that's okay. We realize that the time that we are spending and pouring into our children is uh, more important than other pursuits. And if you do go on a lavish vacation, that's fantastic. Let me know where you're going. Um, get a big enough suitcase. Maybe you can pack me in it. That would be great. But okay, let's get back to the lifestyle change. It's just as a complete different mindset shift into how our family is going to live. And we are going to live and work and grow as a family, which also leads into, now these are in a perfect order. The third one on the list of five things I wish I knew about homeschooling and that I want you to know, the third one is the amazing, incredible family bond but then building on this as well as the children's bond together. When we do life together, 24-7, day in and day out, we really bond as a family. We get to see each other. We get to, we'll put that in quotes, in our hard times, in our bad times. We get to see each other in the really excited great times. Children that are young, they get to watch their sibling learn to read. And to let it click, I remember having my older, uh, my oldest and my middle kiddo work with my younger one, listen to him as he was starting to read. And they got to experience that joy as well of watching things click and the light bulb go on and the joy that reading can bring. And they got to celebrate in those things. The other day I looked over and one of my boys was struggling with math and I looked over because the other one just kind of looked at him and could see that he was struggling with a math problem and was getting frustrated. I asked, do you need any help? Nope, nope, nope. I don't need any help, mom. Okay. All right. I'm going to let you, you know, you'll ask for help when you want help. 
I looked back over and I saw my other kiddo with his, you know, arm on his, patted him to his shoulder and said, you know, I couldn't hear what he said. He said it low, but probably something like, it's okay, you'll get it or something. But seeing that bond that they have. So the family bond as a whole, we get to create a lifestyle, a time frame that works for our family. If your husband works uh, third shift, comes home in the morning and he's feeling uh, a little bit fresh for a while. Your family doesn't have to start school and you're not dropping kids off at school. You can hang out with him for an hour and then maybe he goes to bed and you start working on your day, whether it's your schoolwork or your chores or whatever it is you have going on. But the point is that you get to be there when dad's there. Otherwise, dad would maybe miss seeing the kiddos. Maybe he comes home and he's exhausted and goes right to bed, but he's up by uh, mid-afternoon and you as a family can hang out together. There is no homework that the kids have to go and do. You get to do your family time. There just is a bond that is created when people spend time together. Think about if you were to go on a trip, say a missions trip somewhere, and the experience that you have with those people, whether it's your family or whether it is other people, the experience that you have with them with going to a new culture and going through things that are completely out of what you normally would do. You have a bond with those people. There's something that you have experienced together. And with all of the years of homeschooling, kindergarten, 12th grade, even kiddos that are at home beyond that, you create this bond because you're doing life day in and day to get out together. You really get to know each other. I know that my kids know me way better than I knew my parents at that age because just because of time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be quantity time. There's also quality time. I say both is important. But included on this bonding is the kiddos, like the bond that our children have with each other. I I have three younger brothers. I love them dearly, um, but I didn't know them very well. I would honestly say that we have bonded more out of uh, being in high school and stuff going beyond that. We have a much tighter bond now. And yes, that can come with maturity and the conversations we have are much deeper than the ones we had when I was eight and they were younger than that. They were probably stupid conversations. But anyway, we have this bond and our children as homeschooling families can have a tighter bond now. I can tell you right now that my kids, they're so tight. My husband and I joke about my boys. So my older boy, um, he has been, uh, he's had a job, a part-time job. Yesterday was actually his last day there. And after two years, he's excited because he's shifting into his business stuff. But when he's gone to work for three, four or five hours and he comes home, the two of them are like, my two boys are like magnets to each other. And they just kind of like go off. I'm like, okay, we were about to eat dinner. All right. I'll give you guys a little bit of time to reconnect. But if they haven't seen each other in a while, they have like you know, three, four hours worth of stuff that they have to catch up on. And they've been like that for years. I mean, I mean, there's a three, a little over a three year difference, which isn't huge. But sometimes when you're 17 and 14, if I was to throw another 14 year old into the house, my 17 year old might not care as much what he is saying because they don't have that bond. But I also see the bond with their, you know, between them and their sister. She has actually been away, and I haven't talked about this yet. I wanted to, I'll dive into in a future episode, but she's been away for a few months and for a gap year program, and I'm excited to share about stuff like this, and I promise I will in the future, but for now, let me just say that she's been away for a few months, and it was, it was hard. It was really hard for me. Okay, I I promise I'm not going to go into it, not going to, not going to cry, but we've kind of gotten adjusted, but the neat thing, talking about the bond, 
is that she'll call once a week and we'll FaceTime. And oftentimes one of my boys will end up taking my phone and going up to, you know, up to their room and talking to her and showing her something that they've done. Or it's just, I would never, I'm going to tell you right now, I never would have done that if my 19 year old sister or brother, I didn't have a sister, but if my 19 year old brother had called home, I would probably not have taken it. Women like, okay, whatever. I'll talk to them during this family time of a uh, FaceTime, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have all these things. And so I know that they text and communicate in between and are keeping up. And so it's really been neat. And I had no idea the level and depth of the bond that they could have. And no, it does not mean that they have always gotten along, but there, there have been times where there was arguments, disagreements, but we work them out. We didn't, they didn't have to go then off to a classroom at some other place by themselves. And we had that time we were able to, and that builds a bond as well. When you have disagreements, when you have things that you're not seeing eye to eye on, you're kind of forced to have to work through them. And by working through those things, it creates a tighter bond with each other. Let's move on to the last two. So number four is that homeschool kiddos, they get to be themselves. And maybe this is why we have a reputation of being weird. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll say it. I'm weird too. You're probably weird. We're all weird to somebody, but homeschoolers tend to have this like reputation for being weird. And I think this is why is that our kids, they don't, they're not under the pressure from other children to conform or to try to be like the group or to be like other people. And so our kiddos who are homeschooled, they feel the freedom to just be themselves in all their weirdness. My kids are really, I mean, I know to a degree that they're influenced by other, by other people. We all are, but I would not be shocked to see my kid. He doesn't even play the trumpet, but like I could see my kid walking down the street, you know, playing a trumpet or something. They just, they don't care what people necessarily think about them because they've had this time, this space to just be themselves, no matter what that is. And to embrace their quirkiness in their, I I keep saying weirdness, but I'm saying that in a completely positive way. If a person can accept their little quirks, their little weirdness, their little preferences, and just the different stuff that God gives us as part of our personality, if we can accept it when we're younger, we can embrace that and we can use it as we get older and say, you know, yeah, I like to sing really loudly. I sing off key who cares? You know, that's just, that's how I am. I'm not going to be some opera singer, but they just embrace their weirdness. They are themselves to the core. And I completely attribute this to the fact that day in and day out, they aren't bombarded by external um, circumstances, forces, people telling them to conform and telling them that they need certain clothing. They need certain shoes. I mean, my kids know what's in sometimes you know, if they really want something we'll work on, we'll work on that. That doesn't mean it's not that, but just their innermost self, they have the time to allow themselves to become themselves. And then the confidence comes from just that time to be able to be themselves. So the fourth one is that the benefit is that I did not know is that kids get to just be themselves. I remember hiding a lot of who I was when I was in school. And it took me a long time, 20s, 30s, now 40s. And I'm like, okay, this really is who I am. And I think homeschooling can really allow kids to embrace um, who they really are and accept those things and be able to mold them uh, into, you know, gifts, talents, and abilities that God has given them. And to just say, it's okay. I am who I am. And 
I'll find my people. I know they're out there. I don't have to conform to this mass group right here. I'll find my people. I mentioned earlier that my daughter has been away for a few months and she has always embraced her, we'll say weirdness because we're saying it in a positive way and has never quite, you know, she's found friends and stuff that she's clicked with. But when we found this gap year program for her to go to, I knew right away. And when we dropped her off and left, my husband, James, and my youngest kiddo, while I'm trying not to bawl my eyes out, are like, wow, she found her people. And I knew, because I knew that those were her people. And so they are, they have the same quirkiness, the same interests, the same abilities, the same natural, you know, bent in their mind towards, uh, gravitating towards certain parts of creation of gods. And it's been really neat to just give her that time as a child and as a teenager to just be herself. And now as a young adult, she's found her people. Okay, the fifth one. This one directly relates to homeschool moms. And I didn't know that with homeschooling, I would be, I would become used to not getting time alone. My thought process was just to survive and get to the point where all three of my kiddos were in school. So I could have time. Ah, I'd be home alone. Funny thing is that literally never happened. And by homeschooling, especially if you're an introvert, it can feel at times like you're drowning and suffocating. You're like, I don't get any time alone. And it's probably true. You don't really get much time alone. And that's probably why some of us stay up a little bit too late because we finally have time alone. But homeschooling has taught me that I don't have to have that time alone in order to function. A little bit of time that I do get. So say, for example, right now, this is my time alone (laughs) recording a podcast episode and it's fun and we can find ways of giving ourselves time alone and our minds and our bodies can become used to that being enough. I, I never thought that it could be, but homeschooling can help an introverted mom realize that We don't need as much time as we thought we did or as much time as the world tells you that you need in order to recharge. A thought that I try to keep in mind is that I could have alone time right now. I could have six, seven, eight hours, however long my kids would be gone to school at. I could have that alone time now, but it may lead to a lot of alone time later on. My family bond is so much stronger. I I don't see my kids, you know, talking about what, you know, are we always going to live in this state? If not, like we all have to move to the same state together. We all still have to be, you know, within a semi fairly close driving distance to each other so we can experience still Christmases together and Easter and see each other, you know, fairly regularly. And I don't know that they would say the same thing if we didn't have all of these years together uh, bonded as a family and them bonding as, as siblings as well. I'm really excited for them going back to the sibling bonding is that they are so much more bonded now. And as they move out into the world, that bond will continue, will stick. Back to number five and the fact that as an introverted homeschool mom, I've gotten used to not uh, getting my time alone and that it is okay. I also remind myself that someday I will have a quiet house. I will have that alone time. And I will miss, I will absolutely miss the chaos of right now. And as my kids get older, I realize that my years of them, you know, being in the house and the mess and somebody always being around is is getting smaller. It's not going to last forever. And so we look back now, we laugh about the times when they were little and just 
tell each other stories. And sometimes there's things that I did not know that happened, especially just yesterday we were talking about things I used to do in our backyard. <laughs> I did not know about, but they, they lived. And so I'm going to go with that's That's okay. But just understand that you can become used to not having all of that alone time that you thought you needed and all of that alone time that you see others get and that alone time that uh, culture tells us that we need as moms. And I know that this was one specific area that God was talking to me in. And, and I can dive into a future episode because it could be an entire episode about it. But real quick, let's go back to the five things I wish I knew about homeschooling before I started and what I want you to know now is that there is extreme freedom in homeschooling, that the lifestyle that comes with homeschooling is one that you get to create and you get to live differently than everybody else. Did you get that part? You get to. The third one is the amazing bond that your family will have, as well as that your children will have with each other. Number four is that your kids get to be themselves in all of their weirdness. And it will actually, I didn't add this in before, but it'll help draw out your weirdness as well. And the fifth one is that We as homeschool moms can be used to not getting our alone time. We can become used to and pretty much on almost even, let's just say thrive on a home that is full of life. And if you are saying to yourself right about now, I need in on the homeschool lifestyle or I am homeschooling, but I don't see those things. I don't see that happening in my, in my family, in my life right now. Then what I want you to do is I want you to get onto the email list. The, the uh, link for it is in the show notes. Because in just a few days, I'm going to be sending out an email about my revamped, renewed, we'll say, homeschool course. And these are things that you can achieve um, in your life by going through this course and working with me on your homeschool. The course officially opens on Monday, May 2nd. However, those of you on the email list are going to get access to it a few days early. So be sure to go ahead and get that so that you can get in on the homeschool course and work with me and we can get you up and running. And in no time, you'll be on your way to achieving these five things that I now know and now you know about homeschooling. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.